toggling the social podcasting hierarchy. Toggling the social podcasting hierarchy. You're listening to H-A-K-E-Y-M News. That's Hakeem Alexander Communications Exercising Your Mind News. Presented by yours truly, Hakeem Alibokas Alexander, here on the call-in app, Social Podcasting. Presented for Hypnoathletics, Exercising Your Mind, in association with Unique Equilibrium. Welcome, Mr. Steve Center. I'm going to be going over some of the most innovative new class of features of the hour within the social podcasting sphere. They have not been rolled out or implemented yet, um, but hopefully because I've been talking about this and publishing it, uh, someone will, from one of these um, platforms, will integrate it within. And for the reasons that I am laying out here, and that I will lay out here in a moment. I have a link here to Breakout FM where I did a, an impromptu one. It's actually pretty noisy, um, but I wanted to lay down the groundwork. I like to do that um, to be a, a, how do you call it, a first adopter for certain things and just to lay down my mark and say, hey, I was first talking about this. And so we have these different features um, that just in discussions with different people who are using them, uh, I've decided that these would be innovations that would be very useful, not only just for the satisfaction of the users, no, not just alone. I mean, we have to understand that these applications are, are um, a business, essentially, and that there are ways that, that the owners, the CEOs, the founders, co-founders are earning money from these platforms, and so we have to respect that as we use them, if we care and see how we can contribute to that if possible. And uh, one of the ways that we can directly are with ideas. So here's the first uh, idea that's gonna become very important for these different social audio, uh, social podcasting and audio social networks. And I'm using those terms uh, specifically because let's take a look at the different platforms. So the first platform in social audio that I ever used is this one, Colin. I was introduced to Colin around May of 2022. And I uh, did as I usually do, finding something new, like if it's a blog platform or something that I would like to express myself. I basically uh, went on a blitz of production and created as many different meaningful pieces of content and some maybe not so meaningful as I possibly could, but things that definitely would be edutaining, so educational and entertaining at the very least. Now, the um, so this column was the first one, and I enjoy all the features, and I think it's one of the most robust of the apps of all time. Um, I think that it, the features of it and the cleanliness and just the way that it looks, the interface, everything is much better than... And this is not bashing anything, and it's not because other people say this, but I, I find it to be much more user-friendly and much better than uh, Clubhouse, for example. And even what everybody loves, they love Twitter spaces. To me, those places are great. They're just too noisy. There's too many bells and whistles and flashing things and things. I mean, you might as well... It feels... I, I, um, I have an issue. 
with just how noisy some things are. Sometimes. I still use them. Everything has their use. So this is not anything against them. It's just that they have limited functionality to me. Even though they might have more features, they have limited functionality for the purposes of what I'm doing, which is creating a broad and general form of awareness for the different contributions that people have to offer the world. Now, the, the contributions, when I use that word very specifically, because as I'm talking about contributions, I'm talking about things that actually um, people like you and me want to offer to others, um, not necessarily for money, but because we know that by putting these things into society, they are going to be beneficial to other people. And so, we have direct ways to do this. Hello, Stoopy, how you doing? And so, the way that we we can look at that is now. Now, this does not preclude earning money. Okay, so it doesn't just because you contribute something that's beneficial, and you may not necessarily be selling it, does not mean that other people cannot be making contributions that are marketable and they can earn money from. But these things right here that I'm about to talk about, I guarantee you this is not uh, some kind of um, delusion of grandeur. This is not something that I'm just making up. It's an observation. I've actually spoken directly to the one of the co-founders and the uh, CEO of another app, which the link is in here in my... Um, in my description here to Breakout FM. Uh, his name is Cody Harvey. And uh, one of the other, the, the other day as I was on Breakout, there's a group of people. And you know, he's still developing the app. They, they did a soft launch on October 1st. And it's still not ready yet. Hello Derek and Ice Ice. And, and the app is still not fully launched yet. There's a lot of different glitches and things inside Breakout and whatnot. But this relates to all of the different applications here. So he was in the room and people were talking. And surprise, it might be a surprise to you. Hello, Rudy. It might be a surprise to you who know me, Derek. Hello, Steve, uh, Derek, Stoopy, Rudy, who, and Steve. Maybe uh, you've heard before. But it might be a surprise to you that I actually sat in the back of the room, in the audience, so to speak, and where it would be the listener's queue where you guys are. And by the way, any of you are welcome to call in or come and join me up here, um, speakers. So what I'm going to do is I will, I'll just invite, and if you guys want to, you can come. Uh, I'm always um, open for, you know, discussion. So um, all of that is, is fine with me. Um, but this is uh, something here that when you guys hear it, at first, I'm not sure. apps and other ones who are uh, basically uh, content creators and things like that. Now again, I have to mention, what I'm talking about here doesn't necessarily have to do anything with, with earning or making money, but it's a possibility, right, because it has to be so for the people that are creating these apps. So I, like I said, I was in the, uh, a room and Cody Harvey, the CEO and the co-founder of the Breakout.fm uh, so audio social network as he calls it, was in there, and I sat back, and I didn't say anything until something really sparked my interest, and when I went and spoke, I basically talked about uh, some of the glitches that people complain about and different things, but I actually offered...
Um, and basically the way that I work is very simple. Uh, you guys are about to hear something that's really ridiculously simple. What I did was I acted like a doorman. That's my job at night where I actually open doors for people. And I get paid for that. Sometimes a lot of tips, like last night I made uh, $110. On Monday I made $400. Um, and that's besides the $100 a night that I make uh, on the payroll as the head security there. At, uh, it's called Central 111. It's in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and where I'm currently residing for now. However, let's get back to what I was talking about. So I basically opened up a, uh, I created a, um, a payment tab on PayPal, and I put the link to a room that I had pre-scheduled into there because you can send that when somebody pays for something it's the digital service category you can put a link in there and so once the person pays for whatever whatever the price was which I had it set at $50 once they pay it PayPal emails them a link and then when the show came on they all came into the private room and I had already gotten paid and there was one person who wasn't able to make it to the live and so I gave them back $25 and they so they got 50% just to have access to the replay because they weren't there in the room in the live with all the links in what I call the link bar that's above our heads here, right? But right now, mine only just has the bar for the, the room here. So moving on, I talked about that plus a few other things, and um, and he seemed to be very interested. Now, now I, I have a f proof that he was very interested in the fact that the very next day, I was in a room by myself on Breakout FM, and it was titled something about, um, anyway, it was about gradually reducing uh, nicotine in these experimental types of cigarettes. They were doing research to find out what the effect, if there would be any negative effect on people who had mental illness and whatnot. And I'm in the room by myself, as I usually am, and the, the you know, co-founder and CEO of the app comes in and he starts talking to me. And um, so then... Uh, we had a nice conversation there, exchanged some information, and he said he would like to talk to me later. Well, so I decided to put out on his platform the first version of this. Then I did one on, I think I did it on Wisdom. Maybe I didn't get around to it yet. It's possible that I did, but I, my sleep cycles have been really screwed up lately, and my memory's kind of screwed, and I'm actually so sleep-deprived that sometimes I start to see shadow people. It's very weird. Um, anyway, but so now here's the meat and potatoes of what I'm talking about. Now you guys are where where you guys are right now. You're all in the listeners queue, right? And and then you see, of course, in the middle, there's the callers, right? You can be waiting for listeners to call in. And then, of course, you have speakers up here. You can have host, moderator, and speakers. And that's usually the hierarchy, right? Of the social podcasting, social audio, and audio social networks. You look at Clubhouse, same thing. You look at Twitter spaces. It's always call somebody up or put somebody in your queue. You can choose to, to not. You can choose to kick people out. You can choose to not answer people's calls, so on and so forth. Now, here's what toggling is. Can you guess? Who can guess what I mean by toggling the social podcasting hierarchy? If anybody thinks you have a guess, um, you can give me a little thumbs up or use one of those little uh, silly emojis down there. And maybe show me that you do in some way. Okay, so if you can think, you might know. And here's what it is. Imagine now those silly little lines, that whole caller's queue just disappears. Those two lines, right, completely gone. And it doesn't have anything to do with speakers or listeners or anything. And instead of your name being underneath you, maybe it could stay there. Or maybe it'll be above your head. 
and then if you emote things, maybe it'll come out of your butt, <laughs> but you know the bottom of where your name is, right? Um, so we can see exactly who's emoting instead of it being some who knows, right? That little thumbs up thing right there, look at that. Where does that come from? How do we know who the heck did that? Right? So um, it seems like such a simple little thing. Hello, Brady. It seems like a, such a simple little thing, right? Um, but but imagine, see where Brady is now? Imagine taking out those two lines, the one above Brady's head, the one be below him, and now it's just one big room, and, and there's nothing that identifies you as a listener or a speaker or a caller. So that's taking away the hierarchy. So there's nobody like waiting in the queue, nobody. Now, of course, this, this begs the question, what if people misbehave? Well, that's, you need to know your fucking, your gang, right? You know, that's, that's, that's all it is about. And that's why it's toggling. It doesn't mean taking it away. The word toggle means you can turn it off and you can turn it on. What's up, Brady? I guess uh, talking about the social podcasting hierarchy of like different um, podcasting apps, because I just heard of one last night called Anchor. And I still haven't checked out the one that you recommended yet, honestly. I've just been so busy with other things, but I, I really mean, I, I plan on doing that at some point. Yeah, I would. Yeah, uh, Anchor is not the the best one, Brady. I I've tried Anchor. I it's it's considered to be social podcasting. I get guess, and a whole lot of people got recruited over there to become wisdomers to use the wisdom app. Um, the only reason why I don't use Anchor is because even though, well, I'm definitely very um, capitalistic in a lot of ways. I I take money and I use it to um, fuel my endeavors and to support people. So by the way, guys, just so you know, there's like full. Uh, so that you, like, I am definitely very uh, money-oriented, but I give a lot of money away. So, for example, uh, a woman named Trinity uh, Eternity, who is on the Wisdom app, was talking about selling her books, and she has a book that was like 19.99 on Amazon, and I was like, fuck that, I'm not buying a book from Amazon where you're going to get $3. So instead, I told her to send me a digital link to her book, which she hasn't yet, or a physical copy, and I would pay her directly. So I paid her directly through... Um, Zell, and I gave, sent her $50 so she could send me the book and plus a little bit more to support her because I heard she was sending out the message to a lot of people in order to, um, you know, to just get sales for books. But I'm like, I'm not paying Amazon for that. I, it's not that I hate Amazon and not that I think that they're evil like everybody else does and they very well me. I don't give a shit about that because I buy stuff from them all the time and they help me to do the things that I do. So, you know, until I you know, put fucking whatever the, the CEO of that into a chokehold and usurp his empire, I'm going to still use that stuff. <clears throat> um, other thing is that there are other um, people like uh, um, a woman named Graciela Moore. I bought her two coffees through the, you know, buy me a coffee app. And then I also subscribe to her monthly subscription she has on Instagram. Uh, Rodney Williams, who also I bought over here from Wisdom, and we did a great show together. I am composing music for him and contribute to him as much as I possibly can. Uh, Cecilia Grace is an affiliate for a product called uh, The Love Tuner. It's $66, but hey, she gets some affiliate thinking, and it might not be the, she might not get a whole lot of money from it, but she's putting it out there, and so I support that. Plus, it's a musical instrument that plays just the 528 uh, solfeggio tone of uh, frequency, the love frequency. So why not have that? I'm a musician, so but it's a way to support because she's putting it out there. Um, who, uh, go ahead, Brady. I was just gonna say, dude, you're exactly the guy I need to talk to this morning. Like, I just scored a violoncello last night. 
um, off Facebook Marketplace for free, me and my homegirl. And so she's going to join my band. That is well, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Welcome, uh, totally Lance. Broke. Yeah, you need right. a violin cello case. And also, I'm trying to start... Uh, Wait, so do you, you need a cello case? Uh, yeah, a violin cello case so that she yeah. can move it around safely and like, yeah. play shows with it. So you got to give me the dimensions because I also have a connection directly to a luthier who makes violins and the cases and things like that. So right here in Virginia nice. Beach and one also in California. Where are you located again, Brady? In Texas. Okay. So yeah, just just hit me up. So I'll, I'll we might you. be able to find a cheap one. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> yeah. What you what I what I really need your help with is like, um, I have like three hundred dollars saved up to start a nonprofit like martial arts league for kids who can't afford martial arts leagues. Yeah. And I think it's like six hundred dollars to start the nonprofit. Oh. So really, I just need some help with that. Like, I'll, I'll be like, okay. we'll, we'll get a violin, we'll get a cello case, you know. Yeah. But well, uh, um. Hold, hold that thought and let me know about that. Um, we'll see yeah. what we can do because I have some interesting stuff going on about that. I'm just getting ramped up because, um, you know, ever since I started here, so just just a long, long story short. Um, three yeah, years what's up ago, with, this, with the hierarchy thing right now? The, the yeah, social... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to review that in just a second. But my, my point is that I was going through a lot of bullshit and I'm just recovering right now from... Three years ago, after my wife was killed, and so um, I've only been able to get to gain some traction at the beginning of this year. So uh, the whole toggling social uh, podcasting hierarchy—the hierarchy I'm talking about—is exactly where we are right now. Like I'm in the queue as a host, you're in there as a caller, and then we got Stoopy, Derek, Steve, Rudy, and T down there, and the uh, and the listeners. What I'm saying is that there should be a feature where you can toggle off all of this. So that little box that you're in with a line above you and below you, there should be a feature where you can click and it'll toggle off all of that stuff so that that um, everybody has equal access to speaking in the room. Now, why would that be attractive to someone? Well, first of all, this is not just coming from me, but there's a guy named Joseph, and yes, this is his real name, Joseph Weedman. Um, the weed man companies. He owns a cleaning company, a maid service. He um, uh, runs another company called, um, gosh, it's called something with us. Uh, I mean, he owns a bunch of stuff. Anyway, the thing about him, he's like, I don't like the fact that people show up here in the rooms and it looks like I'm showing favoritism because of this and this and that, right? He's like, I just don't like the favoritism aspect. I don't like the way it looks. And he's like, I wish that would just be off where I didn't have any of that stuff. And so that's a thing that other people expressed that sentiment. So why not be able to toggle that feature off as at will? And so you can comp turn it completely off. And then uh, besides that, going further, there's already a solution for what if someone wants to be a jerk and they decide they want to toggle it on in the middle of a room? Well, how, that, how about that feature gets turned off? There's no false advertising, right? If you open up a room and say that it's going to be basically like Grand Theft Auto free play, right, then that's the way it's going to be the whole time. And the only control that the host or whoever opens up the room has is that they can close the room entirely. But there's going to be none of this, um, I'm opening up a room that's going to be free for everybody, and then all of a sudden because I get a hissy fit um, that I'm going to start changing the hierarchy and things like that. 
Now, in the beginning of it, now the toggling comes with different, uh, with different features. You can toggle certain things on or off. So, you can, for example, have um, a a, speak, a caller's queue, but not a bunch of listeners. So, let's say everybody will be in the room, and then if if somebody wants to take the mic and they want to make an announcement, they can they can make that announcement. And if they get a certain vote, right? Like if everybody touches on their their icon then they maybe get three or four or the majority of the room because people can and nobody will know just like these stupid thumbs up here like right you only know it's me with the hearts because i'm saying so right so that's a feature to hide that like who votes for who can speak up so if there's 10 people in the room you're going to need the majority vote of six for somebody to be able to take the mic and speak to the whole room for a second so that would be another interesting feature now why is this all important. Why am I talking about that this is going to be innovative and it's the most innovative new class of features of the hour social podcasting because a lot of people are content creators like I sometimes am. And the, the fact of the matter that when people create content and they can customize it and have different features and make it look different, a lot of times these shows, right, because this is called social podcasting, go out there and what does it do? It helps to re- recruit and track more people into the uh, into the podcast, which then, if you guys know anything about the back end, it helps the apps to continue to get their funding, to be monetized, and find different ways to provide even the users with monetization and other ways to support themselves. Um, and I'm not, this is not just something I'm just saying. Um, I've, in, in one fell swoop, just in, in just a few minutes, have talked, spoken to people over here, specifically uh, Vlad, uh, I think her name was, she was using Angie at the time. And um, anyway, the whole thing was that four people all at once followed me over and made immediately within a few minutes um, accounts over on Wisdom. And then just last week, another five or six people came over and joined um, Colin at my request. So, and it's only because they have actually witnessed and seen the way that I'm able to wield it. It has nothing to do with me being any genius or smarter than anybody or anything like that. It's just because I'm highly active and I have a purpose of what I'm doing. And like I said, when I opened up the room in the first place, it's because I'm looking for different ways to contribute and offer certain things to people that are going to be helpful. And again, people can try to say that I'm blowing smoke up their ass all they want, but I got receipts of all the people that I can send money to. What's up, Brady? I was just going to mention, you got some... uh... Some friendly competition in the binaural beats department. The guy who yeah. uh, runs Museum of Tarot. <clears throat> I may have told you about him in the past. Um, I must have. But he came out with uh, his own version. Like beats. Um, they're supposedly uh, specifically really good for um, uh, psychic training and kind of like training yeah, your brain that they don't they all that train they your brain to whatever stage you want to uh, i listened to it last night yeah you can have different ones mm-hmm. that can entrain your brain yeah, to whatever brain state you it want was interesting. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to learn um which state is which how to recognize the states all right well and whatnot and i feel like Brady, how about this um, I can teach you how to create binaural beats really easily. Just download on your laptop or something like that the software. It's an open source. It's called Audacity. And I can go through and do a tutorial with you. It's like one of the easiest things in the world. But one thing that's difficult about it is 
actually created, I have a proprietary system that I create that nobody else in the world uses, um, and it's already patented. Um, and I only did that just because there are a bunch of assholes out there who tried to steal it before. So, um, but I don't sell the patent. Um, but although I did just get approached, unfortunately, because I'm in a military town, um, some of the uh, the DOD try, is trying to um, to offer me some new. For, actually, look at some. Look at an email from that right now. I don't want to do that. Um, but so so I. When you mentioned that um, he actually based his off of the gateway process. Right. So, so the gateway process is- was uh, reviewed by a CIA officer back in the 1970s, I believe. Um, and that was, of course, by Robert Monroe, which, the, interesting enough, the Monroe Institute is here in Virginia. I think it's either Richmond or Arlington, um, as well as uh, several other fascinating organizations like ARE for Edgar Casey is here, go figure. So it's the headquarters for the CIA, the FBI, and so forth. But yeah, what he did is he took his favorite part of the Gateway experience and expanded it just into 10 hours. That's interesting. I, I don't see what a favorite part of the Gateway experience would be. But if you look at the Gateway 1 experience, he basically just, first of all, shows you what the different binaural beat tones are. He plays a tone in one ear. The frequency, I actually reverse engineered it. If anybody wants to see that, I can... Um, I can post that here, but I reverse engineered one. It's called Demiphase 11.1. Well, you can also, if if you look up anywhere, Uniquilibrium, if you look up Uniquilibrium, which is my handle here and all over the net, and then just put 11.1, you'll probably find it, I think. Um, But it's a, so back to this though, here's what I'm talking about. I I wanna get through the social hierarchy. So again, if you can toggle this feature off, put everybody in a room, Right. Again, the whole point of what I'm talking about here is because by doing these things, it allows more freedom of creativity for people who want to create. So if you have a new show, you can toggle different features that make it look more like a new show. You, you, if you want to do a game show, you can toggle features like a game show. For example, Wisdom, the app, has an interesting feature you can toggle. You have to do it ahead of time before you open up a room, which you can toggle the amount of time a person can be in the guest seat. And it can be anywhere from one minute to one hour. The interesting thing about this is you can set up all kinds of stuff. You can set up a game show where you start up in the beginning and you explain, da 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 you're going to have one minute to do this, this and that. You know, follow some instructions, complete some tasks. This is an example. Um, now, again, why would you want to do this? Why would you want to create these features for people to fuck around so much, right? Because the more people are able to be creative and create things, people are going to go to the different platforms to be able to create. That's why people are coming here. Because, first of all, you have a, for the most part, on all of them so far, they are free. And they are free, and they're letting you record stuff for free. They're letting you record, and in the case of Wisdom, you can... Those recordings are available immediately and immediately available for download, which I've taken them and immediately uploaded them to my Spreaker podcasting uh, soft service. Um, and other people have uploaded them. Like, for example, Sarah Del Valle, who I work as her co-host and her moderator for several different things, has uploaded her pod, her wisdom podcast to uh, to anchor, and then I took her RSS feed and created a completely new show over on my Spreaker uh, network of, of shows, and it gets broadcast out to wherever mine go as well. So, um, so but the reason why just so just a touch on that note, why I don't use Anchor is because I tried it out, 
And um, again, once again, even though it's not always all about the money, their monetization system to me sucks. They're owned by um, a Spotify, but they just haven't gotten it together yet. Spreaker, on the other hand, uh, they were started by iHeartRadio. And interesting enough, in 2007, the first uh, podcast that I was on was called Blog Talk Radio, and they happen to own Blog Talk Radio too. So it seems like I've come full circle from the very first uh, podcasting software that I was ever introduced to. Uh, Spreaker um, is a brilliant site if people don't know about it. They don't have very, they have one free uh, entry to it, but it's it's strictly podcasting. Uh, again, so back to this here though, and I'm going to wrap this up. Um, but the, so the, the whole idea then about toggling these features on and off, and you probably, you guys can probably think of some features to toggle on and off, but again, it's to give to create things in the way that they want to. Why would that be good for the, for the app uh, owners, CEOs, founders, uh, and producers? Because then it attracts more people to their platform. What you really want is to have a, let, let's look at it like this. Um, in the United States, uh, you know, you have, or let's take it a different way. So I lived in, in Asia for five years, right? And one of the things that the Chinese government does all the time is that they consistently attempt to bribe uh, other people from other countries to come to their country to, who are scientists, who are CEOs, who make a lot of money otherwise by giving, by offering them a citizenship or Um, because they want, and they, it's pretty blatant. Um, on my website, I think HakeemAlexander.com, I have all kinds of documents. I have a, a document released by the Chinese government in English specifically outlining just that um, and how they want to recruit the top talent, right? And so all of a sudden, you see, you, you can see it here and several other places, right? You're like, oh, so-and-so is on here, like, right? Like, you know how I found out about Colin, actually? It was because of Abby Martin. I was following Abby Martin. She was doing RT News and all this other stuff like that. And I had met her several times because I, I actually performed at the fourth annual Zeitgeist Media Festival, a song that I did called Kill. And it was right around the time also, uh, not too long before that, I was interviewed on a show. Um, and the title was, it's probably the only thing you'll find if you type in Navy SEAL training and hypnosis. You'll see an interview that I did with uh, the, the first nationally accredited college of hypnosis in the United States called the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, who can also be found at hypnosis.edu. Anyway, um, so creating, making these things better for creators will attract, just like those countries are looking to attract and recruit and bribe the top talent. So if you have features in your app that makes it so that these people who come here can create things the way that they want to, who can make their news stories, who can distribute uh, far and wide. That's all going to come back to the app, and it's all going to come back to when they start to decide to do other things to monetize. And we who are already here, first adopters, will be the ones who are grandfathered in, so to speak, and may not have to pay for or not pay for as much if it ever comes to that, right? So far, um, you know, you don't have any paid features even on places like Clubhouse or Twitter spaces that I know of um but i do uh, support uh, several people in different platforms um some uh financially through memberships and things like that and some just through uh sharing which by the way is one of the 
the main metrics that you could possibly ever hope to have is for people to share. If you're not, if they're not buying anything directly, that's the next best thing to supporting you in that way. Because when people share, that's an endorsement. It's what's like a referral, you know, which as a, as a trainer or a clinical hypnotist or anything like that, referrals are the things that you're going to want to get. So, um, again, just reviewing, we need to toggle out, be able to toggle out these barriers, right? Like here I am up here as a host and everybody's down there as a listener. Brady, you were just up here in the caller's queue for a second. But imagine being able to get rid of that completely, have everybody in the common room and not be able to change, be changed in the middle of the room. So if somebody says, hey, this is going to be a free and open room where everybody can have open discussion, then that's the way it's going to stay. You can't just toggle all of a sudden and throw somebody into a listener's queue and have somebody jump upon the mountain in the middle of it. The only, the only control that the person has who opens up a free room is to shut it the fuck down. The other thing is, is that while you're in that free room, you should have the feature to be able to have someone who wants to speak up above everybody else. So everybody else would be muted, but that would have to be done by unanimous decision. So if there are five people in the room, then three out of those five would have to make that vote. And then that person can get up and make a decision. And then uh, it's going to be on a timer, right? Like maybe they can speak for so long and they can request, you know, how much time. And maybe when they request the time, like everybody's screen, it pops up on your guy's screen and it shows like different time allotments. And so everybody will press and decide how much time they decide to give this person. And then maybe the AI will say, oh, we're going to give it an average because everybody said this, this, this. Like somebody said three, somebody said, said five minutes and somebody said 10 minutes, right? So that's 18 minutes. So 18 divided by three, you're going to get six. So that person gets six minutes, right? So just something like that. But again, there are lots of different features that can be toggled. And a lot of these things that happen will be able to uh, attract more people. Now, however, Colin seems to be the most advanced so far. Uh, wisdom would be second in place and breakout is having some issues. And I would say more advanced. I'm talking about like user interface, user experience and the design, even more so than Clubhouse, Twitter spaces. And I heard that LinkedIn is rolling out some bullshit. We'll, we'll see soon. Um, but because of. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen the video feature here that the guys in the Pangburn Hangout have been using. That's pretty badass. Um, and it's so clean, it rivals even what I've seen in Fireside. So that is pretty amazing. Like the, the tech here has really, really, really stepped up to in a way that I haven't seen. Now, maybe it doesn't impress you guys, but it depends on what your, uh, what your desire is and what you're trying to do on these different apps. Some of us want to gather and speak and just can just be together and that's fine i even had a guy that i was working with you guys may have known him chris cavallo um and there was a time when he was going through some difficult stuff and i was too um just back in uh july and i said you know what i used to do chris i used to just come here and just go in a room and just the fact of hearing all these guys voices and just hearing everybody talk and have discussions it just made me feel like i wasn't alone and that there was actually life and something going on so i recommended with that I uh, recommended that um, to him as a helpful thing. However, he di didn't listen to that or anything else that I said for that matter and has become a complete fucking total monstrous narcissist who's threatened me with bullshit that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And uh, you guys see him, you're welcome to be uh, his friend, of course. No one can tell you not to be around someone, but this guy's a dangerous person who uh, gave $1,200 to a girl on the internet who he just met and then threatened her with the mafia and the Japanese Yakuza. Now, while that may be delusions and him just being retarded, 
He was doing it while he was driving, and it was very cringy, and he almost crashed his car because he was texting with his right hand, which he should have been shifting with his right hand, and, and shifting with his left hand and doing some other stuff to the point where I had to tell him to pull the car over and stop with his fuckery. So, of course, you're going to um, uh, have uh, shit like that and crazy people that you meet that you try to help here and there. Um, but that's neither here nor there. And I, I apologize for uh, throwing him under the bus, but I don't like being threatened. And I, and I don't uh, think that people should be getting away with uh, running around and saying things that are not true. about, Especially somebody like me who I was basically... Uh, feeding him, putting gas in his car, buying him groceries, and introducing him to everybody. I introduced him to here, to people in Wisdom, to people in Collins, to Clubhouse, to all the spaces that I've done, and all he's done is go around and take a big, hefty shit on it. And I'm calling him out because he's a fucking idiot. And yes, <clears throat> Derek, I know that you know that. Um, but I gave, but see, even with all of that, I defended him and I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he claimed to be an injured uh, veteran. Um, he is a, a military veteran from the army. He claims that he was uh, injured with a bomb explosion. That very well may be true. He claims that he has a brain injury. That very well may be true as well. His name is Chris Cavallo. He's here on uh, calling. And I don't mind saying his name and I'm not going to get in trouble for libel or slander because I have text messages and things that show all the crap that he's done. And receipts, by the way, from, uh, what is that place called? Of Sam's Club, where I bought him gas and groceries. And he's been into the bar that I now do security at called Central 111 in Virginia Beach, who the owner has is, is now become very close with me. His name is Billy Hudson, um, a retired ex-undefeated shoot fighter. Um, and uh, the guy, Chris, has come, come to the bar and charged up shit on my, my tab and didn't tell me. Um, so that's like stealing from me and several other things. So I'm, and I'm not going to continue to go into that anymore. But, um, and I, I had nothing to say about that. And I'm just going to wrap this up with one more story because I think it's funny about the serendipity of the world and how things happen. I was in Wisdom App and I was talking to a wonderful, beautiful lady named uh, Gracia Lamour, who I've become friends with, who, by the way, one of the people I support. I bought her two coffees, and I've subscribed to her $5 a month thing on Instagram to get her exclusive what, whatever. I don't really care what it is. I just want to support her because she's awesome. And uh, I was talking to her, and as soon as I was done, of course, as I am, I, I like to, to teleport myself through these different apps, like I, I like to think of it, because I have a fantasy-prone mind. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to get in this spaceship and go look at this thing here. So I went to that portal, and the interesting thing that Breakout has, they have a lovely feature. They have a lovely feature on Breakout. Guys, you're going to freak out. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it has a little blue pill on the front that has a little ear icon. And you can press on it and you can listen in to the room before you go in. And guess what happened? Because I was talking to Graciela Moore and I went over to Breakout and I clicked on the room to listen because you can click on it to see, hey, do I want to join this conversation? Just in time to hear Chris saying, and if Graciela Moore knew how he treated me in real life, and I was like, okay. I just took my finger off the button, went in the room, and I said, hey, everybody, you know what I really like? It's really good that we have this feature where you can listen into the room before you come in. And everybody was like, oh, shit. And Dr. Dr. Norma Gray, a psychologist said, oh, I knew Hakeem was going to be listening in. Which is funny, I don't know why she knew that, I just that's the first time I ever did that. Um, 
But now he's proven himself. He tried to latch himself on to a friend named Beth Hessian, who's a real estate investor, and started using all these excuses that he's running out of food and all this when his refrigerator is literally stocked with food partially because of me, of buying a week's worth of groceries for him, so lies. Look, stop giving your, your money to online hookers, right, when you only have $3,200 a month for your um, military veteran payout, the, the highest that you could possibly get. Stop giving chicks who shake their ass and sending videos online $1,200 and then threatening them with fucking Yakuza shit, which probably is not, my brother married into the Yakuza in Japan, he's in the military in Japan, and my, my family's tired of the mafia, it's like, dude, come on, man, like, so anyway, that's it, you know, the guy started asking Beth all these excuses, that's, you know, and I gave him the benefit of doubt, Derek, even though, like, one of his friends said he doesn't trust him and backed out of, of being on the board of a, of a uh, nonprofit that Chris wanted to start. Um, his ex-girlfriend, I, I just wondered why everybody was treating him like Even the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, like totally ousted him and was treating me like shit just because I was associated with him and I couldn't figure out why. I thought, you know, is, is it really because he has like this really high pure ideals? Because you know that happens, right? Sometimes with like, and I'm not comparing him to this, but you know, like Jesus or Buddha or somebody, where like they or Bruce Lee, where they just come come at you with some shit that's just way too innovative that they, they, the world can't handle it, so they try to fuck over you. And I and I and I just kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt of that, but then slowly realized that besides the brain injury, besides PTSD, besides all that, he's just a fucking asshole and a manipulative, if you want to call it, narcissist. Why? Because I went to his hometown and met his mother, I met people that he knows of, and met people, and they all said he's always been a fucking asshole. He's a black hole for money, and he's a scam artist and a piece of shit. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I have never said that before anywhere, but I don't know what the hell just happened just now, but there it is. And uh, fuck you, Chris Cavallo, oh for threatening me. You're never going to be uh, fucking with me again. No. Loading <laughs> a gun. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So. Anyway. That is fucking crazy, my dude. I can say that yeah. I'll make the most of your dollar. I know how to stretch a motherfucking dollar. Like, I started a community garden for nothing. It cost my community a dime. Just fucking built the shit. It cost me, like, 200 bucks, you know? Yeah. But, um, well, see, I like to support good shit. I don't have a lot of money, but I keep my overhead low because I'm a nomad. And so, yeah. right now I don't have a car, but usually I broadcast and do everything out of my car, and I travel around the country. And right now, because things didn't work out the way that I wanted to, um, I still don't have my car yet, and I'm still in Virginia Beach, but... <laughs> Fortunately, I started a business where I'm teaching my own self-defense system out of powerhouse boxing and kickboxing, and I've got several students, and I'm on the payroll for five hours a night um, at uh, Central 111, and I also earn money from my podcast, and also I earn uh, from wisdom. Um, I've already cashed out like down to Texas. Bucks. Drive to Texas. So, yeah, man. Well, I will be soon. My, I'm, the car... I need to get is kind of a limited edition um, because the first car my wife 
uh, floor Elizabeth Carrasco and I bought um, back in 2017. It was a brand new uh, 2017 Hyundai Elantra, and we drove it all the way. We drove it all around South Florida. We drove it up to Virginia and to New York, back down again. Drove it across the country to California, um, and it gets great gas mileage, and it's just a really amazing car. But now they have a new one from Elantra, from Hyundai. It's an Elantra N. So it's a it's a um, it's a little race car series that they do for um, motocross or whatever that that is called or autocross. That's what it is, autocross. And um, it still gets 41 miles to the gallon, um, but it's just a badass little little vehicle that I want to use as my my production and broadcasting mobile broadcasting studio. So I'm going to get that soon. Anyway, so I did lay out just a few of it. Like there doesn't really need to be go any more about the toggling. I guess you get the features. I want to be able to have a way to eliminate all of this stuff ahead of time where people are in different queues um, and then give people the, the opportunity to have one person speak up like I hear you, hear you, clink the glass, you know, at the wedding type of thing and speak up for like a minute or two, whatever everybody else decides that they want to do. And then also have the feature of that you can open up a room and add one feature to it. Like you can you can kind of put together like Legos. Like I want this feature in the room today and I want this and I want this. And then several other things that show interaction uh, between different people so that you can see uh, who did what and um, uh, but Colin so far super superior technology to a lot of them I know I don't know if you guys experience glitches or whatnot but to me it's so it's tolerable and way beyond what's offered for a free app um, you couldn't ask for more I mean the features here the functionality is much better I mean I don't use Facebook or Instagram or anything like I use these things because you have the live aspect and you get to interact with people and plus Colin has the feature of when you play it back it looks pretty much exactly like it did while it was live which is a really cool feature to have um, it keeps it there's a lot of little nuances and they don't need to fix a lot of things and now with the addition of video um, I think that this is going to launch Colin to be one of the top uh, the top social podcasting uh, app it's not already I don't even know what other ones there are um, but it's there's no competition with wisdom because they're completely different and no competition with a lot of things um, I, I don't see why there wouldn't be more people from Clubhouse but then people are very clanny and who knows why the hell people do what they do anyway that's it I appreciate you guys sitting around listening to me for a while if you wanted to chat for a little bit I'm here um, but, but that's it and I apologize for going off on that rant about Chris Cavallo but sometimes shit just really pisses me off and um, I just don't appreciate people threatening me for no reason um, and, uh, and going around lying about me and trying to, to, to basically say shit about me look I know I'm a fucking crazy person but the thing is that I don't do I don't fuck with people I use my crazy shit to support people I'm not rich but I'm helping to enrich the lives of others because I don't know what else to do with myself so for somebody who I was giving him money and giving him access to things to come around and start doing that, it really hurts my feelings. I'm a very sensitive person. And I don't appreciate people attacking me for no reason. You know, I'm going to make how to identify psychopaths and how to mitigate them. It's like little warning signs to look for, those little things that you might normally look past, but things that are definite tells <laughs> and little uh, little tricks you can do to mitigate psychopaths, like non-reciprocating behavior.
I'm a really big fan of that one. It works really well. No, I'm not scared of people, and I just came back from, you know, I had completed my 129th fight. Uh, no, 100, what is, wait a minute, 152 plus 77, something like that. Like 129 fights in Asia, and I'm not scared to get into a scrap if I have to, but I don't, one thing I don't do is I don't put my hands on people as a bouncer, and I don't fuck with people in general. But you know what? Because this dude was so ridiculous, I actually waited till he was sleeping because I was staying at his place and got up in the afternoon and left. It was October 10th of 2022 and I walked, I don't even know how long it was, to powerhouse boxing and kickboxing because I had an appointment with the owner who I hadn't seen since July who says, hey, we're making some changes around here and I'd like you to come back and put your, you know, put, offer your system in my, my space. And I was supposed to drive there with Chris, but because the dude who drives a race car made me late to every single appointment and every single shift that I had at the bar when I first started there and uh, destroyed two contracts that I had, one to install an audio video system in a, in a new spa, successful spa that was opening up here in Norfolk and a guy who owns Cal's Pizza restaurants out here. Um, just because of not showing up and just being totally late and just, I don't know if that's some kind of, you know, underhanded sabotage thing that people do um, when you're trying to get shit done. But I just had to leave because I was like, I'm giving the guy all this money and helping out and introducing the people and then I'm just getting screwed over. Like, I don't know how that works. If you're a parasite, don't, shouldn't you let your host live? Yeah, dude, I, I don't know what, that's, what, that's why psychopaths, they literally they have brain damage. Like their brains are damaged and they seek instant gratification and they just move to the next target, you know? Um, and they're inherently toxic for all of humanity and society. <laughs> and yeah, we have a lot of them here in America. <laughs> yeah, so it sucks. But um, anyway, um, I'm done with that. But I just uh, know now that I think that it's possible that Cody Harvey, the CEO of Breakout, will start to take more of these suggestions um, and start to put them into play. Uh, maybe sooner than other people, um, just because right now his his app is suffering a little bit from some things, um, but people are still that he's got a lot of faithful uh, users of it. Um, I actually first heard about it when I was in Clubhouse, and I was and a woman named Cindy Stumpo was. Uh, had an opportunity to check out what this is and I found out that it hadn't even been launched yet and that it was you know brand new and so I decided to check it out and I, I'm glad that I did I met a lot of cool people over there and it has its uses um, for creating media stories uh, Dr. Norma Gray I go to her um, get clear morning news with Dr. Norma Gray there's several other shows people that I hang out with I've met business owners and um, of course, just like you can do anywhere and things that are important because for me, my only goal is to be, ha be able to have as many resources as I can so that I can basically look at different people and say, okay, there you go. I can give, share this with you because you know what I realized um, a long time ago that I was wasting a lot of money on bullshit. Like I could go to the store or I could, like, I could go to Starbucks and I could spend easily just $20 in one sitting. And I'm like, you know what? 
If I'm going to do that, what if I stop going to Starbucks and that's 600 fucking dollars a month that I'm spending there because that's paying rent. I'm just going to give that to people. So I have a, an account that I learned a long time ago from some particularly person who claimed that they were rich saying that you have to have various different bank accounts and one of them is called a giving account. And so I have an account that I just put money in that I just allocate to that I'm like, I have a card that this is what I do to pay for people's who have memberships for people who have this or if I want to buy somebody's book like from Eternity over at Wisdom or Graciela Moore's membership or if I want to buy um, that affiliate affiliate based uh, love tuner that um, that 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 uh, what's her name Cecilia Grace um, is, is selling you know or um, you know or like when I'm taking care of Chris Cavallo because you know, he his bank account was $5,000 overdrawn and he had to open up a new bank account at Chase just so he could get his benefits sent to because he's a fuckhead. Um, and, you know, so just stuff like that, like, um, that's, that's what I live for, believe it or not. It might seem crazy to some people, but, you know, when, when you're in a... Some people say that, and you hear this kind of stuff when, you know, these, the, all of these... Uh, these personal development and self-help gurus and everything like that. Like, when you're struggling and you're trying to survive, you can't thrive. Bullshit. Right? I pulled myself out of something real, real quick. I got back to the United States on September 4th. Started working the front desk at a gym by September 11th. Got myself recertified as a personal trainer by, um, by November 14th. And for some idiot reason, I didn't start working at the uh, as a personal trainer until March. But... The very first days in there, I signed up four, five clients on my own um, and started my business there. But I'm not there anymore because I really just kind of don't like the gym and there's other reasons and um, why well, I'm not there anymore. But I have my own business now of teaching and I have my students uh, in uh, at Powerhouse Boxing and Kickboxing. Um, and, and that's it. And I, and I just like to use my own resources all i want to do is just drive around my fucking car broadcast and talk to people and um just do cool shit that's it just not be bothered <laughs> we have like similar goals my dude <laughs> be nice if you can come down here and do some uh some light fighting with me some and show me a little bit of kickboxing as well while you're well we're, you know, I'm going to be going through there soon. Actually, Texas is one of the ways where I'm thinking that I might want to put down if I'm going to put down a permanent base, but I'm definitely first going to because I have to help out my mom. She's in a she's in a um, an assisted care facility in Boca Raton somewhere because my older brother, who is also a fucking psychopath, who just, he wasn't paying his rent where he was supposed to be taking care of her. And he just dumped her in some place and then took off. Who knows where he is? So I have to go take care of that fire myself. Um, but it's okay. Um, I got to do what I got to do. And I don't want to. I don't want to do any of this shit. But the fucking world sucks and people are going to, you know, be... Whatever. I mean, whatever. I don't know what to, else to do with my energy. I mean, I really don't. Mom first, I, man. I, Mom first. Don't, yeah, don't even worry about me, man. What you can do... For me, is just kind of spread the word. If you know anyone that's got like a little, I'm, I'm just, I'm honestly kind of looking for like a loan or just a little startup capital just to get the thing funded. Well, Brady, you have to, 
You have to. Um, the thing is, is that I don't chase people down. Like, and I'm not gonna remember any of this shit. You have to. Yeah. You have to message me. I'll give you my number. And because I can't, like, that's the one thing I don't do is I don't go say, yeah, "Hey, let me try to help you out," right? Like, you have to give me the details, or else I'm not gonna do anything. Because I just, because because of all yeah. the stuff that no, I, no I want to do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. There's no pressure. I, I there, of course, there's no pressure. But I'm telling you yeah. that you can say this to me. And I'm not going to do shit. I'm totally because <laughs> I'm the same way. I know exactly what so, you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you, have to, you have to reach out to me and just, and just let me know. And, and don't think that you're bothering me. It's just that you're actually doing me a favor by reminding me because I won't take the initiative to go do that stuff. Like if, you know, like, yeah, like Cecilia yeah, Grace, cool. she was like, you know, she was we like uh, sending out her link to everybody to, to buy her love tuner thing for $66. And like, but she, she followed up. You know, and so, and so I was like, okay. And so does Graciela Moore. She followed up. You know, um, Rodney Williams, he follows up with me all the time about the music and things like that that he needs done for his uh, mo yeah, Moments of Mindset podcast. <laughs> I have really yeah, bad so follow-up. I'm always so distracted and in a hundred different directions at once. I got like three different music projects going on. It's, it's wild, dude. Uh, no, I, I'm in transition from being a gardener to a full-time musician now, though, dude. I'm like... I'm I'm all the way in on music, especially yeah, after scoring I'm... that violin cello the other night, dude. It is so much better than a bass guitar. It's so beautiful. Yeah, cellos uh, are, are pretty dope. Like yeah, beautiful band. instrument. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you doing what you do, man, and being a generally cool human being. I know what it's like to give a lot to someone and then have them just like try to ruin your life like that's I've, I've repeated that pattern myself in my own life so many times it's Dude, like, all i wanted to do was just have a friend like a brother and just freaking just yeah. hang out and just do cool grow together shit, you know right and um you know grow it's and like drive together as a team the, he he you know it's like i just don't i just don't get it i don't i don't yeah. understand that and and the fact that he tried to blame everything on an, an, a war injury, and then to and then to find out that everybody in his hometown thinks he's a fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Which I mean, to be not, fair, there's certainly plenty of people in my hometown that think I'm a piece of shit, but they can't say it to my face. <laughs> and you know what I mean. Uh, and I think, I, frankly, I have, I have reasons and, and proof and evidence to back up how shitty these people are. I'm, I'm surrounded by shitty people <laughs> in my hometown. It's pretty shitty. But, uh, well, I'm you know, really, as I'm bad as it is not. here, um, um, I, there's lots I just, of every money. once in a while, it happens. But I'm not putting yeah. up with it anymore. Ooh. As shitty as the people are, you know, we have... We're really lucky, I feel like, with how many cool people we have in our little environment right here. It's like, man, yeah, yeah we got a bunch of assholes, but uh, and just really intellectual, cool, like professors and all this kind of stuff. And that is something to be thankful for on my part, man, because honestly, I was raised. You know, my, my mom was much less of an asshole, but she certainly comes from a culture of assholes. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I'm going to keep it really real. And it was some of these other people in the community.
to life. There's uh, more potential for myself and all this kind of stuff and totally changed who I was as a person just by being nice, cool, kind, patient people. Acting up, uh, they did not hesitate to let me know I was being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And I really appreciated that. Well, it's good to be able I mean, to appreciate shit like that. I mean, if, um, yeah, if you know, somebody... It was tough to hear, you know, but it made me such a better person. So what, what is, um, what, what are you working on next? My next project right now, I'm moving a load of firewood for a friend. I'm hooking a friend up with a bunch of really nice firewood and scoring a bunch of bamboo. But yeah, my next endeavor, man, is this, I want to start my own dojo. So it's going to be a martial arts studio for uh, everyone. You know, you can, you can pay to sign up just like a regular studio. But then I also want to have a nonprofit wing of it where kids like me, when I was growing up, like my parents just apparently they couldn't afford martial arts classes. I don't know. I think they were just like, they just something they didn't want to take me to. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know there's certainly a lot of kids out there that just don't have that option, especially like single mom, you know, kids of single moms, you know, they don't have time and all this kind of stuff. And I just want to make like a space available where they could like come after school, wait till their parents come pick them up and. Uh, learn some martial arts, but there's also going to be music everywhere. I'm going to have my drum set, the cello, the piano, the guitar, the drums, everything, you know, all in one place where once they get tired of beating each other up, they can come learn some music for a while, you know, hmm. and it's just going to be an awesome environment for anyone to just come in and learn and blow some steam, you know. Welcome, Terry and Tanya. Hello, hello. Um, I've basically come to the uh, conclusion of this uh, here, but you can listen to the recording, but basically um, I just uh, offered a few things that I had gathered from different people in the social audio spheres, and uh, I just relayed some of the things that I think that I don't know how many lines of code the technology would take to change some of these things, but the innovations definitely would make uh, a world for creators um, a lot more attractive, which in turn will have them creating more uh, content, and which in turn will bring more creators to the specific ads and um, continue to help everyone spiral upwards. Now, again, we can't control the motivations of whoever owns these apps and everything. Um, am I correct? Is it the guy named David Sachs, right? Is um, uh, the um, Colin, one of the co-founders, right? Is that his name? I don't even know why. It's just not working in my brain right now. Um, but, but I mean, I don't. I know that Wisdom is a... Uh, um, is Dio Akin Renate um, that breakout um, is uh, uh, um, Cody Harvey who I just spoke to uh, yesterday um, and uh, I don't know why um, was it Axel Erickson? Guys, is it Axel? Yeah. 
Um, and then David Sachs, right? Right? I don't know. I forget. So, um, wait, let me find an article here. If something here from TechCrunch says, Colin David Sachs social podcasting app launches and announces a $12 million Series A round. That was from September 2nd, 2021. As live audio becomes more and more popular, co-founders David Sachs, former CEO of PayPal and CEO of Yammer, and Axel, er yeah, there you go, Axel Erickson sought to combine social audio and podcasting into one seamless app. The resulting app, Colin, launches today on iOS. Twelve million. Okay, yeah. On live audio platforms like Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces, once the room ends, the audio is gone. That's not true. At least, yeah, I don't know what they mean by that. While Colin has similar live audio functionality, it's also about allowing you to save and edit to an episode of a podcast. That's true. One of the other things too that that Colin has is that they all they do automatically integrate out the RSS to. Uh, um, different uh, things. Uh, oh, damn. That kicked you up, right? I didn't know that that would happen. I've never done that before. Hello, Tanya. How are you? Tanya, did you uh, step up here? Um, can you unmute your mic? I was trying right. I was trying to let my microphone, I don't know, I'm, I'm more like a Twitter space person, so I just hopped on here because I heard people talking about it. So how do you guys like it? This is my second time. It's my first time speaking in here, actually. I'm, I'm very, very new. I literally made this yesterday, late last night. Well, um, just like anything else, Tanya, it's going to be what you, you make it. If you have a specific purpose, which yours is to empower women and using communication, then you... Um, can definitely do that if you just focus on there. I mean, I I don't I don't know what half the, the time what anybody makes any of these things for. But to me, I look at it. I'm like, oh, a free place to record shit. Let me go there and record shit. <laughs> and, and then and you know, the the thing is about all of them. That's why I'm is here actually. And I love that the fact that the yeah. RSS feed because uh, my new website that like I have one that's. Um, Socialchats.co is my magazine, digital magazine website. And then I'm making, yeah. I'm launching my social chats today so I can make it into a news RSS feed that, that I want to listen and watch. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing here. So, you know, the thing is, too, that um, just to offer one like perspective to some people is that sometimes a lot of folks, you'll see people come into a room and they'll be too concerned about whether anybody else is there or not. Oh, and there's nobody here yet, this, this, and that, or I'm just talking to myself. Well, you know, go ahead and make the content. Like, imagine, I mean, there, there are such things as monologues and presentations and, you know, like, take it from, like, a news reading, right? And you go ahead and create a very spectacular recording, and now you have a standalone piece of content that you can then take that link, you can embed it into a, um, a blog, you can, like for example, right now, I don't, I haven't seen, unless it's because I have a, an Android phone, but I'm not able to download the audio from, from Colin just yet. So my workaround of that is I just simply take a screenshot um, and then different screenshots from the show or different parts from here. And I, and I take that image and I put that into a 
blog post with some text while sometimes while listening back to the podcast, taking notes and maybe putting some things in there. So now I have some more content than just that screenshot, but I make the screenshot a hyperlink that um, then is able to be repurposed. Um, let's see what Terry is saying to be repurposed uh, for so many other things. Terry Barnes, he says, I think people use this app to listen to call in sessions with their favorite content creator. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, original hippies were fed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'll be live streaming this when I host mine. I think I'm gonna, um, cause, cause I do more than just like empowering women. I just, I've been doing this for a while, actually. So I like, I love talking about everything. Um, I, I try not to talk about religion or politics, but my, I love talking about music, NFT, blockchain, um, genre music and you know women empowerment of course but i, I talk about all books you know like all kind of stuff but i like um i have a, a pretty decent following on youtube and and i just like like to live stream everything out to my six social network <laughs> and i co-host too i love co-hosting for other people instead of just doing my stuff i like reporting on other people's projects and getting to know well to uh to to steal a line and 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 uh, repurpose what Black Widow said to Captain America once. I think you might be in the wrong app, Tanya. If you're trying to avoid religion and politics, because you have the Pangburn Hangout. Which... I don't avoid it, babe. I just, like I said, <laughs> no. I don't really publish it on my platform too much. Okay. Um, I'm friends with everybody. I just don't like to, like, I choose what I want to hear. I can sit and yeah. listen to everyone's point of view and I can see everyone's point of view because I have empathy for everybody that's going through different things. But I just feel like, you know, um, I joined these type of platform because yeah. I want to connect with people, right? That's what we're all here for, to connect and we learn from other people. And, you, you know, know, when we try to dictate what we want. That's true. It's kind of... You know, um, the guys here... Um, like really has helped me go get through some difficult shit. Like I was, um, I, I went to a lot of the Pangburn hangouts, um, and would talk to them and they're talking about religion and politics and philosophy. But some of the people who are really, um, dedicated to their faith, um, you know, I would talk to them about my anger and different things like that. And just the fact that they were able to stay calm regardless of how, now, I wouldn't be yelling at anybody, but I would say things that would, would be pretty outlandish, um, like in, a, in opposition to their faith. And they would remain calm and just talk to me and say, hey, look, that's unfortunate that you feel that way, but here's what I have to offer. And just simply because of that, and just a lot of other things that people have done, it's been it's proven that something like this, these communities that you can build, can make a lot of changes. A lot of things a lot of people don't know. There, were, there was actually criminal cases that were solved through podcasting, so... I mean, there's so many things that can be done. Um, but now, Tanya, one of the reasons why I also wanted to invite some other people here, what's really interesting is that I don't. since you're new to this app, what's going to happen is, is that since I brought you up as a speaker, wait a minute, what if I do this? I think that if I do that, so if I, I made you a moderator, and what that does is that when I close this room, this is going to show up in your, um, your queue of shows that you've been on as a... Uh, um, as a, a as an appearance that you made, and for me, right? 
for SEO, for example, search engine optimization, or just visibility, when somebody goes through and they're going through this thing and they look at you, they're like, oh, here's this picture. Um, it's a pretty face. They're, they're going to pop on there and see what, what is Tanya Schultz all about. And they're going to, oh, hmm, oh, she does, she's space host, biohacker, okay, influencer. But then they'll see, they'll look at your shows and they'll be like, oh, she was, um, uh, and she was she made an appearance on this toggling uh the social hi podcasting hierarchy now i think that if you don't want to keep it there you might be able to delete it from your queue so you can have a fresh one i'm not sure but if if you want to delete it and you can't just let me know because i don't mind figuring out how to get that out of there if this is my first one i'm gonna write a blog about this this is like it's just a moment this is this is the kind of stuff you timestamp you know because you know, there you go. Like I've I've been on Twitter for like since 2008, and I've been on yeah. Space since February. And um, so anytime I do anything, I try to timestamp it because it's really important. And because we all like you know we all live in a digital world, and we have our IRL world, and then we have our digital world. So no, I, I appreciate you doing this and show, giving me tips too. And again, and again, you never know who you might meet. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, and I'm not. I'm definitely. Uh, I'm not an expert. I'm I'm an expert at uh, at just what do you call it? Just blitzing into things. Like I just don't stop, and I figure out things along the way. But I figure out things along the way of what I'm attempting to do, which is just to share messages with people that might be decent life hacks for them. I mean, I have um, several of my websites have been on the internet for uh, six, 15 and sixteen years. One of them is exercisingyourmind.com that's been on <clears throat> so long and has been so consistent with the message of um, wealth attraction research based on the idea that true health is the, that great health is the truest of all wealth <clears throat> that I've either had authors or AI bots. I'm not sure which one they are. Come and write a bunch of really great free articles for my website for the last four years. Interview you because I am no aging. I, I special, my company is called No Aging PR, and um, we specialize in building buzz for longevity uh, industry <coughs> niche. So I'm always looking for um, new content or new people to feature. Yeah, we should definitely talk because I, I think you know that a healthy brain starts with your gut also, but it, it, it's so important. And I talk about mindfulness and. Sometimes people have to understand when you're so plugged in and you don't focus on your brain function. As so, exercising your brain is how, and your your health is your wealth. I mean, you can sit here and live in a mansion and then you're not healthy. It don't matter because it's, your days are numbered. Yeah. But if you focus on well, what you do have, which is your health. Well, you're in luck, Tanya, because um, I regularly read and study uh, neuroscience news. So I read neurosciencenews.com and uh, you're not wrong. I mean, there's, of course, um, the, the brain and the, the stomach were both um, created from the same cluster of stem cells. Um, they also ex are connected through the vagus nerve. Um, and there's also in, in between them along the way is the heart which has almost as many nerves connections as the brain does, which supposedly was thought to have the most. Um, and so, and anyway, and, and reading neuroscience news uh, for every single day for however long it's been, um, 
that is not a speculation anymore. You're definitely right about the gut brain connection and the health there. What's up, Brady? <clears throat> Wondering if y'all have ever played with neurofeedback technology. Yeah, um, you know, there, some of what we call biofeedback. Um, well, at least that's what we started calling it in the Hypnosis Motivation Institute. But years ago, I was connected to um, a software and an app and a few different biosensors. It was called um, Journey to the Wild Divine. And it was, uh, you controlled it by controlling different um, aspects of your physiology. So basically, it was you controlling your, your nervous system, sympathetic and parasympathetic, uh, either sympathetic or arousal, getting heightened heartbeat, body temperature, breathing and all that, or a parasympathetic of um, relaxation and slowing all those things down and lowering the temperature. Um, and, and that was how you control the game. Of course, nowadays they're implanting things in people's minds that you can, you know, get different social media input from and so on. Are so you forth. talking about like Mind Warp, the board game? <clears throat> no, I've never heard of that, but... Because uh, I actually have that. I, it's so freaking cool. Like you get the little EEG, you plug it into your ear and your forehead, and there's like a floating ball that you control with your mind, and like you can have like one-on-one -on -one battles to see who's like concentrating the hardest, and it's like a tug of war between... I always win that game. I <laughs> oh, that is awesome. My students used to love it, but it would make some of them cry. Like some some of the kids would get really hurt when they lost, <laughs> and they would, they start crying. I'm like, it's okay, it's just the game. <laughs> Does this microphone sound any better or worse than the other one? Okay, maybe it doesn't. Because you don't have so much background noise. So this one has less background noise? No, oh, That's good to know. Well, it goes to show the more that you pay for something, sometimes it does have better features. So this is like the middle range. This is the, the Beats uh, Solo 3. Before I had on a pair of Bose noise canceling something or other, but those were probably 149 these beats solo three maybe i don't know how much they cost because all three headphones were donated to me one was donated to me well i don't know donated but bose uh uh beats and then uh samsung just sent me uh these pro 2 headphones by akg what the hell is this yeah you find some interesting little perks when you do oh certain God, things like, um, I, I, when I, when I first, um, registered my LLC in the Commonwealth of Virginia, um, and I set up a business account with Verizon, they enrolled me into something called micro mentors and where you can either be mentored by, or you can offer advice to other small business owners. And most of them are like minority owned businesses and things like that and somehow that plugged me into getting an invitation for to get one of the 100,000 scholarships from Meta Elevate so now I have a, a education and digital marketing associate um, marketing science professional um, media buying specialist media planner community 
organizer, uh, AR Spark creator, and all this other stuff they have there. Um, but because of that, I was able to plug in and talk to people who um, were very sympathetic to the fact that my devices, because I podcast and speak so much, and I use a lot of these um, uh, uh, Bluetooth-enabled things, that they were like, oh, try these headphones. Well, how about this? How does this one? And and it's definitely been an adventure seeing how the different software and the, and the different interfaces uh, interact with the different audio. Um, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, uh, one of the worst ones for audio uh, microphone integrations happens to be Wisdom. Um, you have some really questionable audio that comes out of there sometimes. Now, mind you, again, this is a guy who loves Wisdom. I spend more time on there than anywhere else. Um, but their audio integration with the different microphones that you can use needs to be boosted up a little bit. But they do have great features, like there's an audiogram thing that gets generated. So somebody might ask you a question like, you know, what do you think, what's the best place you've ever been into the world and why? And then when you answer it, you answer it as a, like a voice message and up to one minute long. And when you're done, Wisdom creates these beautiful audiograms that you can then post. And I've posted them on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And, uh, and LinkedIn, because they're one minute vertical videos. Um, and you know, they, they're perfect for the YouTube shorts and all that stuff like that. So they have lots of really great features. Again, like I said before, like the fact that you can immediately, immediately download your, um, your recordings and repurpose them in podcasts for later. So um, there's a lot of really cool stuff. But again, uh, as that app, I have, I interviewed um, a couple of the ladies in Twitter Spaces, and they're all on to it. They've been doing it since it started, so they all liked it. I just, I told them I could check it out. Are you talking about? Yeah, you probably, my you girl. Actually, about, she was. Um, are you talking about Graciela she, Moore? And, I was just um, in her space yesterday. Uh, who, she has a whole empath, empath, empath um, community. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, empaths unite. Yep. Does, does, yeah, so yes. Uh, yep, so anyway, there you go. There it goes full circle, Brady, right? When I was talking about Graciela Moore and how that other dude heard me talking to her and then goes, if she knew how he treated me in real life, right? So Tanya knows her. You know, these are people that, yeah, I'm one of her supporters, Tanya. I, I, I subscribe to her. I share her stuff all over the place on Twitter. You know, I buy her coffees, so on and so forth, all this other stuff like that. Um, co-host shows. So I can talk to her. Oh my god, I love it. This is so like not expecting it to meet anyone in here. Just kind of like wanting to learn and meet. And I just popped in here out of the blue. I literally just popped in here. So I can follow you. So I can show Graciela. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She's cool people, man. I love Graciela. She's she's definitely one of the trues. She's a, a great lady. Um, I really appreciate her. Um. So that's it. I mean, great, uh, Brady. Did you have anything else? Because I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna be back here. Hello, uh, Irik and Oblomov, Daniel. Um, I'm gonna be. Well, I, first, I think at one thirty. Hold on. My client says she's coming at one thirty or two. It's very good for me to know these things, even though I'm right down. It takes me thirty seconds to ride my bike there. Faces. Yeah, two p.m. Okay, so. I've got 45 minutes. I can do a few more things. Um, 
you teach, Brady? What, what kind of class do you teach? Because uh, self-defense. Yeah. Teach kids how to program is what I used to do. And I'm getting into, uh, yeah, kind of like oh, a martial arts. Brady. Uh, I wasn't me or um, Hakeem. But yeah, I used to teach kids how to program, and now I'm going to teach kids how to beat each other up and play music. Um, you know, I came to the United States in 1975, the last day of the Vietnam War. So as a Vietnamese refugee, I wasn't, they weren't really nice to me. I, I literally, they weren't, they, call, they kept calling me chink. And, I, I, and at the time, I couldn't speak English very well. But, you know, all through my elementary school until I got into eighth grade, my uncle got really irritated the fact that, you know, I'd show up the next day. I'd get beat up. Like, I'd just go show up the next day because, you know, it was just it's something that's just inbred in me. Like, I'm, no matter what, I'm going to show up. So my uncle taught me Taekwondo. And so I don't really know much of the um, art of the, the whole how to do the, the, you know, the standing. And, but I, what I do know is he taught us how to, to street white, to street fight in Taekwondo. So I, I, so all my life, you know, I was always had this anxiety of fear, you know, like, oh, my God, someone's going to come up and pick a fight with me again. I got to fight them. But, you know, my uncle took like in eighth grade. He got tired because I got actually the police were called. I got surrounded by all these kids. And it was, it was a hot mess back then. So my parents and, you know, and I wouldn't say who did it. I wouldn't tell anyone. And my uncle was like, you know, I'm going to start teaching you guys Taekwondo. So he hosted Taekwondo classes every weekend. And he would like it wasn't like the kind of classes you see in the thing. He would like walk on our back. We all like stretch. And he'd walk on our back. And it was all my cousins. And, you know, he just um, taught us. And it really gave me a lot of, you know, like, confidence. I, like, I, and, I, and I wasn't taught to, like, go beat up people. I was taught to more, like, defend myself and to understand, you know, when you act fearful, when you're fearful, people can feel it, especially if they're trying to, like, attack you or get in a fight with you. And I, as a, 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 a young lady who was um, growing up in America at the time, you know, I... I it empowered me. So I'm, you know, I, I, I want to give you bravo on that because that's important that you, you teach children. And I think the younger you, you teach them, the, the confidence of understanding the martial art and how important it is. And also, you know, practicing with each other and, you know, because it, it's like dancing, I feel. I mean, I feel like when I look at all the martial art um, movies and film, it's really dancing. Uh, and, um, and I feel that's important. Yeah, and that's so funny because I'm a musician. I play all the instruments in the world, but I can't dance. I suck at, or at least I can't dance with a partner. I'm not very good at partner dancing. Um, so that's something that I really want to learn. It's good that I'll be using those skills. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, here's an interesting thing: is the marsh one of the martial arts I've been practicing since 1993 is called capoeira and in a similar fashion to how your uncle uh, taught you uh, taekwondo street fighting i've adopted capoeira for street fighting and mixed martial arts and so it's the basis of what i what my system is which rhymes with capoeira it's actually a greek word kappa which is the 10th letter of the greek alphabet which also means head and the word guerra which is the latin spanish portuguese many of the Latin-based languages word for war. And it's the war in the head or the war of the mind. And so I say capoeira martial arts, the only war to wage is within. But capoeira is unique is that it was developed in Africa by, and by African tribes there. Um, I won't get into the reason why they did, but when it was brought over 
uh, to the Western world, the other this part of the Western world by the different slavers. Um, it went to several different places. Mainly, it's been known to be in Brazil by the Portuguese called Capoeira. And my parents' home country of Trinidad and Tobago, which is now just Trinidad because Tobago separated from them recently, is called Kalinda. And in the United States, um, the slaves were practicing it. And uh, Elvis Presley actually, I don't know how he got the name, his, ha his hands on it, but he made a song about the style of capoeira that was in the United States, and it's called Jailhouse Rock. A lot of people have no idea about that, but capoeira, the three names I know of it is, are Kalinda, Jailhouse Rock, and Capoeira. Um, and so, uh, but those were the original systems of self-defense that, uh, but they also combined dancing and musical instruments right embedded into the art form itself. So, um, and so you have musical instruments, dance, and self-defense. I'm especially learning that. My, my friends are into, because where I'm at, there's a lot of Brazilian, you know, not a lot of Brazilian friends. Actually, one of my friends, they made a video game of him. Yeah, actually, that's my, one of my teachers. I actually, um, he did the mocap for the video game. The character's called Eddie Gordo, and the teacher who did that is Mestre Marcelo, who gave me my first green cord in China. He came to Hangzhou, China in, um, 2017 and did a workshop and did a big uh what we call batizado or baptism and it was the first time i ever accepted any rank in any martial art everywhere like i never took any belts before because i didn't want them um but because of his just because i guess it was the right time so i i uh um, accepted my green cord from Mestre Marcelo, who, like I said, did the motion capture for the video game uh, Tekken 3 for Eddie Cordo. So the Capoeira community is a pretty tight-knit community. It's also one of the reasons why, for the most part, I'm considered an outcast because I don't follow their rules. I don't like, I don't like to break dance as a, as a fight system, so I don't do a lot of the shit that they do, um, and they don't appreciate that because I just like to kick people in the head and knock them out rather than dance around them as much. But capoeira has its uses. It's one of my foundations. I do it a lot. Um, but even in my 52 MMA fights, I don't like grappling with people. I don't like rolling around on the ground with people. If I have to, I will choke somebody. But I just, like, there's a lot of things. Well, you have to learn this. You have to learn jiu-jitsu. You have to... Get the shit done, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like... Everybody's business is their business, right? Like, if you want to learn grappling, that's fine. If you if you want to take me down and choke me out, that's great. That's what your forte is going to be. But there's, you know, you don't have to follow everybody's rules. Everybody's body is different, and everybody's going to be able to use their tools differently. We just have to be able to find a way to work with it. Um, but, yeah, you, Capoeira, um, I have, uh, let's see, my YouTube channel I'm just building it up. It's, um, but I mainly use it just for tutorials for some of my students, or I just put up random videos here and there. But there are a lot of videos on that channel. Let me see. I wonder, can I share this here? Um, yeah. I hope I just, I, I don't know. There's like a lot of videos on that channel. But I'm going to start putting up videos of my training with my students. All right, that's 90 minutes. And uh, 
all of you guys sitting there for some reason listening to me. I have no fucking idea why, but thank you for hanging out with me, Stoopy, Derek, Steve, Rudy, Terry, Daniel, and Eric. And Derek, I knew a long time ago that you knew what was up with Mr. Chris. Um, <laughs> you expressed that very early on. <laughs> and I just kind of, you know, I had to do my own thing and deal with that. But um, I definitely appreciate that you, you know, you knew... And I mean, a lot of people did. So um, it just it just sucks that you know I had to be attacked by this guy and him to think that I mean I don't know what people I just I have no idea what but that's just crazy. Um, anyway, uh, I uh, because of um, getting clear with a lot of things, I'm going to be joining you guys a little bit more now here on Colin. Um, I really love the features that are happening here, and it's definitely leading the way in how a lot of these apps are are going to be able to be used to get messages out there. It's been apparent with, I mean, I, I started in May as a late starter and all this, but um, I'm really uh, digging the features and functionality and how this is turning out. So I appreciate you guys. Um, and I will be around. Thanks for being so um, friendly and kind to me and, and showing me some stuff. I appreciate you. This is, uh, you gave me a really good feeling about this app and platform. Thank you. I'm uh, glad thank to you. have uh, Bye. been one of your first contacts, Tanya. All right, everybody. Um, have a great uh, day or evening or wherever you are, and I'll catch you on the next wave. Stay well.